everything in business is a gamble. People generally buy people. It's genius! We want an education What you're thinking, can you get the buy-in? You're listening to Forest FM, a salon business show with hosts Zoe Below Springer and Killian Vigna. For your industry, by your industry. Welcome to episode 201, our second Forest FM video podcast. As always, nothing has changed. At the end of the month, we're always joined by a forest expert to share with you all the cool new things that we're working on here to help your business grow. Last month, we were joined by product lead Killian Maloney to present our newest feature, Staff Performance on Forest Go. In that episode, we touched off all the great things we've seen added to Forest over the last 12 months, from ways to keep revenue coming in throughout lockdown, right through to preparing your salon to operate during a pandemic. Businesses all over the world were forced to close their doors, but that didn't hold salons back. You overcame adversity by taking your business online. This leads us to today's episode, Assessing Your Salon's Online Health to Stay Competitive. We're joined by Neve Greeny to give us a rundown of what exactly an online health score is and how you can calculate it. Uh, Neve has spent five years at Forest talking to salon owners in business advisory roles. She's passionate about showing people how they can make more money when they use the system well. And last year, she was appointed head of adoption and client education and made a recent move to head of Forest Pay, rolling out our exciting new payments features um, that were uh, you're guaranteed to love, really. We're really excited for that. So, Neve, welcome to the show. Welcome to Forest FM. It's great to have you on. Thanks, guys. It's good to be back. back. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Third time, lucky. Is this the third time now on this show? No, well, first, first video first as video. well. First video for sure. Yeah. <laughs> first video. But I, I like, I'm pretty sure you were one of our first Forest guests on the show back five years ago as well. I think you were on with Luke Doolan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Zoe said, delighted to have you back. Yeah. Only this time we're going to be talking about your most recent presentation at the Uplift event. Just before we dive into that, because that's going to be talking about the Salon's online health score, this isn't exactly a topic that's new to you. You, I feel like you've been kind of preaching this from the rafters or singing it from the rooftops, as they say, for quite a few years now. Yeah. Uh, like I remember working with you again back, what, three to five years ago when you were kind of helping salons with your online mm-hmm. reputation. Yeah, such an exciting time. So yeah, it was it actually was about three years ago, maybe a little bit longer now, which is crazy to think. But like probably some of the listeners know about online reputation. It prompts for uh, really good Google reviews to go online. But like even back then, it's crazy how things have came so far. Like back then, you know, we didn't even have Google business pages mm-hmm. or if we did, we didn't know we had them. So I just spent nearly two years just speaking to like, I would say thousands of salons and just about making simple changes. So I do think it was from that that I became super passionate about educating salons and how they can improve their um, online score, their presence, and in particular, just bringing in new business. Like that's one of the major pain points for salons. It's really, really hard to find new clients and get them committed and booking. So yeah, it's, it's cool to be to do a talk then that's linked so nicely with it. How you've come so far. And you've done a few of them. <laughs> yeah. I think I go through phases of the talks and then people get sick listening to me. So they give me a couple of years rest. You're also just <laughs> off the back of another talk of this topic. It's like you're doing a roadshow at this stage. 
Yeah, I know. It's funny because I haven't spoke too much about it since Uplift. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like last week, there was just so much talk about it. So yeah, we did a, did a short piece with the Irish Hair Federation today. So like, look, it's, it's just such a good topic, especially after last year. So it's, it's yeah, it's great to continue yeah. speaking about it. After last year and also coming out of lockdown for the UK and Ireland, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so over the last 12 months, we know there's been like a huge shift in consumer behavior, mm-hmm. um, mostly due to lockdown. Um, yeah. But what can you tell us about these changes? Like I know Killian and I t- briefly touched upon some of them throughout past episodes, but let's just dive into it. Yeah. So when I, when I was going to do the talk, basically what I looked at first is the research around what's happening mm-hmm. and not just in the industry, just in the world as a whole, because I think what's really important is is to see what's changing like and what trends are happening and then relate it back to your industry or your business and see, can you move with it? How can I make these changes to suit my business? Mm-hmm. So when I looked into it, like there was a few major stats that stood out to me. Uh, like 50% of of like online purchases increased by 50%. To be honest, I don't think that's surprising no. um, with the amount of lockdowns no. that happened. But I questioned that too and thought like how much is that of that is going to Amazon and these big corporations and that doesn't really, you know, make no difference to our lives or a lot of the salons lives. Mm-hmm. So then I started diving in a bit more to looking at like do do people want to buy from local businesses and are they going to continue doing that after 2020 so over 70 percent in the us ireland and the uk people said that they wanted to continue to buy from local businesses that's huge so i thought that was really important you know to say to people like people want to buy from you so you Mm. do need to be available and it doesn't mean you need to have Maybe you don't have time to do up an e-commerce store. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if there's any way, if you use Forest, like you have, it, it's obviously easily accessible for you to do that. But, you know, even if it's just curbside pickup, just let them know that they can t- continue to buy from you. And then we would have looked at things like social media and did you just know like 55% of people actually research via social media before they book with you or buy from you? Yeah, which is huge. And I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's mad. But I love that. Like before I would have always just Googled, but it is kind of, it makes more sense because you're on Instagram so much more and mm-hmm. just being able to kind of view this, like view the social profile and without even thinking, you see an image of something you like and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to click straight into that and make yeah. the purchase there and then. Mm-hmm. But it's still local, even though you're doing it online, it's still kind of sticking with the community. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. And do you know what I love is on Instagram and you probably get so used to seeing it now when you click on the photo and it brings you directly to the product. Yeah. yeah. Like when somebody doesn't show me where the product is or like where that item of clothing is, I'm like, come on, like I don't want to search, I want it now. So, yeah, or you uh, click the I link and you end up cool. on a homepage full of products and you're going, I'm lost now. It's almost like a bounce, isn't it? You're, you, you just want exactly. to go straight to what caught your attention at the time. Mm. Yeah. And I think it works great for the industry because like we're a very creative visual industry. So I'm like saying to people, like take advantage of that and, you know, put that in your content. And maybe it's maybe you want the outcome to be to book an appointment, but maybe you want the outcome to be to book product or, you know, to buy products. So it's like taking that flip in online purchases or the change in habits and the habits that people have created and really making it work for the industry. But the final stat, um, and I'm not sure if you um, heard this one at Uplift, but I still can't wrap my head around it, 
it's basically predicted that in two years, Generation Z, so anybody who's born after 1998, they could potentially dominate 40% of consumer spending. Wow. Wow. So I was like, that's the generation who like really care about genuine businesses. They grew up with their iPhones and they really do care about that connection. Mm. And I think it's the connection that everybody has gotten from last year because we care so much about like people's livelihoods and businesses livelihoods yeah. mm. so i just thought that really summed up do you know what there was a big switch and accelerated our need to be online but to be honest i think we needed to probably get there that fast <laughs> with, with everything that's to come yeah. well that's what i was gonna ask like do you think this is actually kind of almost a good thing for businesses where like okay yeah you you're forced into forced to close your doors because of lockdown But by making, being innovative, which we've seen in the industry and making that shift online, not just through the online store, but through the uh, the video consultations Mm -hmm. as well. um, It's almost kind of, it's a new avenue nearly for salons that they've never used before. So even when their doors open, you kind of have the best of both now. Exactly. Like, I think it's so important. So like when your doors are closed, you need that revenue, like you need that money coming in. But like 100% when you're open, why not have multiple revenue streams? It doesn't mean that you need to stop doing what you're amazing at. Like the way I explain it to people is you want to complement what you're doing. You don't want to stop doing it. Like you want to continue having that, you know, amazing experience in the salon. But if you can make a bit of money on e-commerce or doing video consultations without having to take them into the salon for a consultation, like, why not? You know, if you could become more efficient as a business, I'm like, let's do it because you're going to make more money in the long run. And it's funny because we think about doing that, like in our personal lives, you know, with our personal finances, having like our job and then maybe like a side something, investments running at the same time. and, And it's like, why not apply that same mentality to how we run businesses, you know? It's exact mm. it's exactly it. And that's what everybody says. If you get a multiple revenue streams, yeah. that's you know, that's where the money is going to come from. I remember about two years ago I was talking to uh Michaela, who we've had on the show mm-hmm. a few times, uh salon owner in New York. And basically I wanted to find out is would an online store be something that they'd be that she would want to do? And at the time she was saying, Why would I bother? Because I'm only competing with Amazon. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'd like to have the aftercare where after an appointment, I send them out the list of the products that they could purchase. But she said, I just know they're going to go to Amazon. So the mm. beauty of this year is that it's just completely flipped it on its head. Yeah. Like you said, Neve, people are shopping more local. I think this was actually the first year ever that there was more people bought from small or local businesses or even we'll say like businesses on Etsy than Amazon. For, so while Amazon yeah. really, yeah. really grew there was actually more spending elsewhere, which was so impressive. Mm. Do you think that this is actually just like a short-term COVID pandemic sort of thing? Or do you actually think that this is going to stick around for a lot longer? I think if businesses don't switch what they do, it'll fizzle. Because like if you don't provide it, but if businesses provide you with the opportunity Mm. to buy from them, they ship it in a decent time, you get your hit from buying from a local business, which I do. Like when I get something 
from my salon I bought loads from her during lockdown and she gives me the little she writes me a card every time and she you know pits everything in this really cool sustainable box and you know everything she does is just so perfect I'm like I don't want to get that in the big Amazon box it's too big for the product (laughs) (laughs) trying to open it up but uh I do think it will stick I just think we we became more educated about what's been I think it just like I don't know I think it was just pushed at everybody's face about like this is what happens if we don't keep these businesses going do we love this business Mm. yeah well we're going to have to give business to them or we're all going to be in a terrible spot coming out of this business and and also just like the people because obviously those businesses those local businesses they're they're you know they're people running them you know and and they're part of your community they're part of like maybe some maybe some of them are actually your friends you know business owners and salon owners so yeah it's mm-hmm. it's definitely there's like that that huge um uh i suppose relationship element to it you know relationship with people yeah. as well not just the actual business um but in terms of like everything that has been going on and obviously we've talked about new features and all of that like how does this all tie back to an online health score how can we i suppose evaluate a salon's online health score what does it mean yeah, so basically what it means is it's this quiz that a salon can take and it's bo- basically broke up into four overarching headings. Mm-hmm. So firstly, you look at online marketing. So that's obviously going to look at, you know, do you send campaigns to your clients? Do you have a strategy in there? You know, are you sending SMS campaigns? Mm-hmm. Um, do you do targeted campaigns, win back campaigns, whatever that would look like for your salon? And then we look at social media. So that's not just, you know, do you have a social media that's looking at, you know, how quick you respond back to people? Maybe it's, um, you know, the type of photos you put up or the how often do they vary and then we look at online presence so like when I google a salon how are they perceived how can we improve that do they respond to the reviews do they not um and then finally then we look at their website so that's seeing you know when I click into a website is it a nice clean website can I ask them a question through it or maybe is there a contact me button Mm -hmm. do they have online bookings so basically asks questions in each it will give you an overall score but what I love about it is it doesn't just tell you oh yeah you're doing terrible here and brilliant here it actually (laughs) gives you advice on what you should do Mm -hmm. yeah so like if it's if you've done really well so like for example if you do really well on social media it might literally just tell you that you're doing great but it might give you advice on you know, you should start doing Instagram lives or Facebook lives and it will give you statistics around that. Things that maybe that's going to maybe be one of the last things you do because if, but then if someone hasn't even started their page up, then they're going to have more basic advice around mm-hmm. that because you want to take it in chunks and you want to be able to do the test again. Yeah. Mm. And then you want to be given different advice and you want to keep improving on it. So like they give you massive paragraphs on advice uh, once you submit it. So that's actually the part I love the most about it. That's what I was wondering, because like it's very rare a salon's going to get that perfect hundred off the bat. So um, it's good to see that there are those, I suppose, prompts of where to improve and kind of, I suppose, put you on that journey then to improve your online. Um, so- exactly. 
do you kind of have a breakdown of the type of scores you'd be looking at? Like, how do I know if I sit in a really good bracket? I suppose it's kind of like when you <laughs> yeah, do an yeah, exam, yeah. You, yeah. you get your A, your B, your C. How do I know if I'm a yeah, C plus yeah. or a C minus? Yeah, because there's been quite a few salons who've taken the test uh, or the quiz rather, sorry, since Uplift anyways, when we launched it. Yeah. Loads. Yeah, this is not a test, actually, yeah. you may add. <laughs> yeah, not a, sorry, quiz. It's a, it's a little pop quiz. quiz of yourself, a self-audit, yeah. A little, a little pop quiz. Um, it really varies. So basically what you notice the most is if you looked at everybody's overall score, you might see 50, 60, mm-hmm. and some lower, and some people that think they're doing really well may fall into maybe the 70, mm-hmm. 80. But what I think is the most interesting is when you break it down, you'll notice people fall down a lot in one area and yeah. do really, really well in the other. So they might be like really comfortable with like content on social media, you know, when that rate, but they might not be comfortable doing emails or like I've had a salon mm. that's super protective of their brands. Mm. They don't want to give that job to somebody. So our advice is sort of like, you know, you need to give that role Delegate. to somebody. You can outline it and you can do, you can sign off on it. But, you know, you need to stay connected with your clients in other ways as well and not just on social media. So I think that's a real eye opener for people because they notice that they're putting their heart and soul into things they feel comfortable with. And then they're just leaving some of the other ones for another day. Yeah. And it's a tool that you can constantly come back and reiterate as well. So it's not like it's a once off, once and done. Exactly. Oh, no, I got 40. No good. You get 40. Make those little improvements as suggested come back 60 and so on because like that like it it, it takes time you're you're building up yeah for a, sure a journey a, a customer journey yeah mm-hmm. yeah would you have any uh, like I suppose w- with you know keeping it GDPR compliant and all of that anonymizing it but would you have any kind of results that you could share to give us just a bit more context just to kind of yeah. run run through maybe one or two you know yeah of course so um and ex- probably a good example is mark so mark owns a hair salon in london and basically what we done before he took the test is we just found out a bit more about a salon like you know mm-hmm. and his vision you know he wanted to be in the top 10 percent of salons in the uk he wanted to get to the point of you know he opened a new business he actually found it quite hard to you know bring in new business um Mm -hmm. he didn't know where to start with that felt very uncomfortable with reviews and i got a negative review in the past so it's just getting this background on basically how he wants to be perceived himself and and what he finds tough so he actually got 60 out of 100 which actually is quite a good score considering some of the questions that are in it but um his online marketing fell way down he only got two out of 25 Okay. And then social media, he got 25 out of 25 because he's really like, he just owns that himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was actually what I was relating to when I was saying, you know, he would, wouldn't be comfortable then doing out emails or giving other people the responsibility. So their advice would be then, you know, he just needs to start small and he needs to start doing up a strategy you know like yeah. do up your online marketing strategy if you use forest make sure you're using those templates and editing them at least then you don't have to think of everything from scratch and um, another area he fell way down on is online reputation he only scored five out of 25 and that's again because of the fear of reviews and yeah. would just rather people not go on there but when you look at his forest so reviews, often yeah and I yeah. love reviews <laughs> 
Like, I just think they, like, they really make a business and he would do phenomenal if he just asked his clients when they were in there, would they mind reviewing? And that's Mm -hmm. something he's changed since and he's doing really, really well. And he's just made those simple changes, asking for reviews, responding. That's the two things he would just need to do over the next six months. And then he absolutely nailed the website. It was amazing because he's really then, he got a new website when the pandemic hit, he got a e-commerce store up, so an online store. Wow. He sold um, e-gift cards, that type of thing. So he had no problems there. So it was just those those same things. He, he just was, wasn't comfortable connect or writing the like heavy content or, or longer emails um, and reviews. But he's made massive improvements. He didn't have much to do. And I guarantee if he went back on to do the test now, it would be close to 100 for sure. I suppose mm. it kind of sounds like it was something new that he's never tried. So because he hasn't tried, it is stamping outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. So it's not necessarily that you're, that you're doing bad at something. It's just maybe an area yeah. of your business that you've never really put focus or emphasis in. So that's actually exactly. really good to see that Mark identified that and was able to work on that and improve it. Um, yeah. Are you alone in this when you've done the quiz or are like are we there to help you out in any like how how can Forrest help you improve your score the next time you want to do the quiz? Yeah, so um for anyone who uses Forrest, we actually have dedicated business advisors. So basically they are a team in Forrest that their job is solely just growing your business and giving you advice. And I say this to people all the time. It's sort of like using Forrest, but also outside of forest like you know i used to love when i i was in that team for for years and the most satisfying thing about it is you're talking to salons hundreds of salons all the time you're understanding pain points what they're doing to overcome them and you can pass that advice on to other salons that are having those problems so i'm like just tell them all your problems (laughs) so they can help you because they might have heard something somewhere yeah but uh, and like a lot of the time then, like we we develop features to solve problems, but it might take those conversations to reach what's actually going to really help you. So I think that's the most, you know, take full advantage of your business advisor. That's mm. my my piece of advice for sure. Business advisor in Ireland, UK, and then I believe it's your salon success manager. Salon success in manager in the US. Apologies. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, and for anyone listening to this right now, uh, obviously we'll have the link to the quiz in our comments and the show notes. Um, but I, there's no harm in, you know, letting people know where to find that. Um, so to the URL, um, do you have it on hand? Do you want to share a bit more about where people can access this? Yep. So the main URL that will suit, um, it will actually recognize the region you're in is forest.com forward slash online dash health dash score. So yeah, definitely put it in the comments, but that will recognize the region you're in. So um, it will give you your relevant because uh, we have statistics in there and it might be about how much money salons have made and different things. So that's all regionalized as well. Amazing. Well, normally we'd have like a thought starter question um, in this kind of context. In these episodes, we don't really do them the exact same way. But you got really, really excited about talking about the business advisors, the salon success managers. So I guess my question for you today is, what's one story, one salon owner story that really resonated with you in the past like five years of you working with Forrest? The natural thought when you are running a business is coming from a place of desperation to like drive performance and drive business, right? But 
giving staff feedback is hard, isn't it? Well, the process of empowering teams to reach their goals and targets just got that much easier. Celebrate having a competitive edge with Forest's new staff performance tool. Give your team access to key metrics like revenue and transactions for services, product retail and client booking. The new performance report is a form of way power that you're giving them and saying like, here's information in your hands. It's 24-7 access to their KPIs, all from the Forest Go mobile app. Visit forest.com for more information. Actually, a recent one. I only said this story recently. Um, the salon I actually go to with the most recent lockdown after Christmas, they found it really hard and they stopped putting up content because mm-hmm. they felt like it was just so heartbreaking for their customers to have to see like amazing hair with no end date, with no opening date there. And um, I had a chat with her one of the days and like, it was just really upsetting, you know, yourself so mm-hmm. overwhelming. So she asked her clients what they wanted and just told them truthfully, like, I haven't been posting here because of this, this and this. And everybody wrote back to them being like, we want you to, like, we want to see your stuff. We want to hear from you. Like, and I think what really resonated with me then was stay connected with your clients no matter what. And like, it's really, really hard for your clients and for the salon but if anything, like you will get through it with your clients. So like make sure you're getting them excited. And I know in Ireland, the UK have an opening day, fingers crossed that, you know, it won't get pushed out. In the US, a lot of salons are opened. I know it's different in different regions. Ireland doesn't have a date, but I'm like, we see the end. So I'm like, get us so excited. So like when you open yeah. your online bookings or when your phones go on that we're like obsessed about booking, like <laughs> you need to keep us so obsessed with our hair and the business and like we miss the salon. So I think that was really nice for her to hear as well because she just didn't know what the right thing to do was. Um, so yeah, I'm just like stay connected no matter is, what. It is very heartwarming because I suppose a lot of the time they would probably just see themselves as, well, I'm just a business or they're only coming to me for a transaction when really they're coming to you for so much more than just to get their hair done or to get their nails done. Yeah. Like it's the service you provide. It's that environment. It's, it's for most people, it's a treat. It's, it's a connection a, it's a, with it's the a, people. <laughs> the connection with the people and time out from life, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah no, absolutely. That's, that is probably yeah. the best story to share at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's nice. And like, I think it gives hope as well. And it just makes me like appreciate the industry so much because I think it's the only industry where you'd say that, like, please just make us jealous because like we know we'll be back in. Like, yeah, like it just gives yeah. us inspiration too. So yeah, I thought that was cool. And I think that links nicely back in with the online health score. It's like, you know, you just sort of need to be there for your clients and we have all these different means of doing it. So I'm like, just give them a go. And like get support on when you roll them out and just make sure that they're working for you. That's brilliant. Fantastic. Well, look, thanks so much, Neve, for sharing that on the show with us. We have the link in the bio and take this time. We know for a lot of you, the lockdown is starting to lift. Take this last few weeks, the last bit of time to just start assessing that business. Get a head start on things before the rush, because when doors open, it will be busy. We want to come back in. Yeah. So thank <laughs> you so much, Neve. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much.
As always, Forrest is here for you every step of the way. We're here to ensure that you stay healthy, focused, and planned for a strong business that will remain profitable through 2021 uh, and beyond, you know, whatever the future holds. Um, speaking of which, we have a campaign running at the moment, especially for uh, the UK and Ireland as you prepare to reopen. Um, it is called Spring Forward. And what that entails, we have a few Instagram lives going on. You might have seen uh, a few already. Uh, some would have included um, a chat with Lisa Eccles, uh, Vice President of the Irish Hairdressers Federation. Um, and they all take place on Forest dot ukie on instagram so uh, definitely something to check out um apart from that we also have loads and loads of resources that you can access through our download portal uh, we'll have all the links in today's episode show notes and in the transcript as well um, and we also have a few webinars um that you can attend some uh you can watch on demand already including um we have one specifically in the US called Mission Control. Uh, it was Mission Control, Learn to Shift When Needed and Improve Results. It was presented by a business coach and trainer, Steve Gomez, in which you'll uh, be able to learn how your perception dictates results and how you can shift when needed, discover new client integration and retention strategies, and grow your add-on business to bridge client uh, traffic gaps. Uh, aside from that, then in, uh, well, we actually have a version for the UK and Ireland uh, regions and one for uh, US and Canada markets. Uh, so a webinar presented by Vish on uh, color pricing and communicating value to your clients. Uh, so you can find those as well. Uh, those are both available on demand. Also for the UK and Irish market, we have a webinar that's available on demand called Unleash Peak Performance, your five-step leadership blueprint that was presented by Valerie Delforge. Uh, so it's all about, you know, how to engineer performance and generate enough cash flow so that um, 2021 can be a year of growth for you. And the answer uh, for that in terms of what Valerie presented lies in leadership. So you can catch that one on demand. And finally, we have another webinar today uh, hosted by Susan Routledge a business consultant and salon owner and that is called In High Demand Maximizing Your Reopening Opportunities and Profit so you can sign up for that webinar or watch it on demand at your convenience as of tomorrow to get access to all of this content and way more because we have some social media planners every week up until your reopening date um, you can head over to the link that you'll find in today's show notes and transcript um, one last thing before we sign off don't forget to head over to force.com forward slash fm and subscribe to the show email newsletter where you can get all of these updates actually and they'll be delivered straight to your inbox weekly on Wednesdays. As always if you want to share your thoughts on Forest FM or this episode specifically you can send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We never shy away from feedback. Otherwise stay safe and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Great music makes great moments. Forest FM, the Salon Owners Podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. Get your clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.